0: The following has been a presentation of Amarillo Fellowship, a community dedicated to spreading the love and hope of Jesus Christ. For more information and other podcasts, visit amarillofellowship.com. Amen. I brought cake. Everybody love cake. It's good. We're going to get to that in just a moment, but uh, um, let me just say, it is an honor and a privilege to be standing on this stage on the shoulders of people that have been planting the gospel for years and years. We met uh, your pastors, uh, Pam and Richie, years ago in 1995, and our lives have never been the change. They have spoken so much into our lives and encouraged us and got us out of bondage from the past and into uh, the goodness of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and church, I think it's just fitting if we honor the pastors of Amarillo Fellowship, Pam and Richie Brown. Let's just honor them today for all of the work they've done. Man, thank you guys so much. I'm telling you, they are fantastic. Just great friends of ours, and and when I grow up, I want to be like Pastor Richie. I do. Um, well. Um, I want everybody. It's okay if you just stand. I know we've been up and down. Let's just stand for a moment, because I want you to take a moment in the middle of, you know, we're looking at cake, and I know somebody's excited about cake, and we're going to get to cake in a moment. Uh, but before we do that, I just want you to bow your heads and just and just get in a moment, just in the presence of the Lord, and just ask Him to begin to speak to you today, and let's just prepare our hearts to receive. You know, if I asked somebody if they had a hundred dollar bill in here, anybody got a hundred? Anybody got a fifty? Um, and you, do you have a fifty? Yeah, a hundred, yeah, I'll take a bill. Hey, I'm a church planner, I ask for money, wherever I go. Okay, he's, he's given me that hundred dollar bill, and actually he's just loaning it to me, because he's expecting it to get, he's expecting to get that back, and I know this is not my hundred dollar bill, and so I'm going to give this back to him, and so many times, church, that's what we do with the promises of God, we act like they're borrowed. When actually God has given them to us clean, scot-free. So I'm going to give you $100 back. Here you go, brother. Thank you so much. And I just, he's planting that into the offering. That's fantastic. Awesome. But what I want us to see as we get into today's message is that Pastor Richie does a great job of helping us understand that God has given us, the last song that we sang, God has given us certain things, and sometimes we act like they're on loan for us, but he has deposited those in our lives so we can now move forward as if they've always been on our lives, not dependent on, well, if I've... Well, maybe if I preach bad, Brad, brother's gonna come back. Go give me my hundred dollars back. Sometimes that's what we act like, and God's going, "It's yours." So I said to set our hearts. Let's say these declarations, and let's prepare our hearts for what God wants to speak into our lives today. Here we go. Let's go, church. God is. God will do what He says He will do. I am who God says I am. I can do all things through Christ. God's word is truth. God's word is alive and active in me. And now, because of what Christ. Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. Is that dependent on you? Come on, church, let's go back to that line. Start with, and now. And now, because of. I am highly favored, greatly blessed, and deeply loved. So let's just ask God. To help us push that deep down inside of us. So that it's not something that we talk about. But it's something that comes out of our mouths every day of our lives. So God, we just thank you for your goodness. And God, we thank you that we are who you say we are. We're not a past mistake. We're not a shortcoming. We're not an accident. We have events in our lives, God, that are a blip in our schedule, but that's not our destiny. It's a waypoint on our GPS taking us to the place that you've already designed for us to be. And God, we have everything inside of us already as a gift to walk as Jesus did. And we just thank you so much for that in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. You may be seated this morning. It's a good day to be in the house of the Lord. It's a good day to be here. We're going to, um, in just a moment, get into Isaiah chapter 40, and we're going to be talking about the gift. Somebody say, The gift. gift. Um, One of the things that's tied into a gift at a birthday party, any kind of party, is cake. I mean, I like both of them equally. I like the gift, and I like the cake. Cake's just good. And here's the thing that God has declared in your future. Uh, And even now that you already are something that is sweet, something that is good, something that's not only a blessing to you, but a blessing to everybody that you come into their presence. Do you realize that when you go into the presence of other people, that you're taking the presence of God as the people of God, you don't have to slide into a circumstance going, man, I hope God can help me through this. He has already helped you and he's already equipped you to change the temperature of the room. Church, I want to tell you, cake your cake. But what we see is we see the ingredients. In order for us to understand the gift that God has given us, we have to understand the process of the cake and what we see and what God sees. Now, I've got some ingredients that could potentially go into a cake. This one obviously is already baked. And this is what we do. We give our life to Jesus and we understand that we become cake, but we don't understand there's some ingredients that God is mixing in our lives to help us understand and everything that comes into our lives he fashions it together so that it becomes something beautiful but what we do we go on along in our life we give our life to Jesus and then all of a sudden a circumstance like an egg comes into our life now I like eggs I like fried eggs but I don't like raw eggs sometimes an egg comes into our life and what we begin to do is that we begin to go oh Jesus There's a circumstance of an egg coming into my life. I just, I don't understand the egg. I'm going to curse that egg in Jesus' name. I'm going to gather me a prayer group and we're going to take a stand against the eggs of the earth. And God's going, that egg, I'm going to fashion into something that's very good. Now I'm telling you, I'm not going to lift this up and drink this egg, but I eat that cake. And we look at the cake and we go, cake's what I want, and, but we see in the egg, we see in that circumstance that comes up that we think is prohibiting us from stepping into what God has for our lives when all of the time God's going, I'm mixing it up so the cake you think you're going to get is going to be 10 times better than any cake you've ever seen that's the God that we serve so we going along and we get a little sugar now I eat that sugar that sugar comes in and we get to, we get to run a man we got some sugar we got some sugar going I like the sugar so we all up in praise praise you Jesus you're so good I love the sugar I'm in a good place in my life and all of a sudden, here comes some flour. I got some flour in my life in Denton. And he's like this one. And, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I got some flour in there. And we, be, we go back, we stop praising Jesus. And we start gathering our prayer group. Not to agree about what God already said that we are. But to start rebuking the flower. But do you understand if you don't have the flour, you're not going to be the cake. You can't have cake without flour. You tried that? It's just goo. And I didn't mean to get that all over the stage. I get that cleaned up. That stuff comes in your life. And this is what we do. We get all of this stuff that starts coming in, and God takes the butter and he puts that in and he takes some cocoa, and he puts that in, and all the time we do doing stuff like, oh, God's forgotten about me. God, here I am. I've been serving you all my life, and you've forgotten about me. And God's going, no, 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 Kai. No, 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 child. I am putting together something in your life that even those things that you don't understand, that you necessarily wouldn't choose, I'm going to cause those things to work out for your best benefit so how's all that work out? Well, there's three things I want to talk to you about today. If you've got your Bibles, I want you to open them to Isaiah chapter 40, because we're going to be talking about the cake and the mixing that God does. In church, if you don't hear anything else, I want you to hear these three things. First of all, if you're taking notes, and the Bible says you have an 80% higher chance of going to heaven if you take notes. <laughs> I learned from Pastor Richie, 86.3% of the statistics are made up, so I just throw them (laughs) in occasionally. If you understand one thing, there's three things I want you to write down. This is the first one. And church, can you hear me on this? God is working for you. God is working this morning for you. He hasn't gotten lost. He's not so busy up in heaven going, man, I planned on a a million people on the planet, but man, seven billion. He's not doing that. He's working on your behalf this morning. And I want to show you what I'm talking about. Uh, If you've got your Bibles, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29, if you don't have them, it's going to be right up here on the screen. The Bible says, he gives strength to the weary and he increases the power of the weak. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. And if you read just ahead of that in Isaiah chapter 40, it's talking about who compares to the Lord. Seriously, who compares to God? He holds the world in his hands. He spoke and he created things. When Jesus walked physically on this planet, he didn't go to a funeral. Well, he did, but just the dead people didn't stay dead. When Jesus went to a funeral, he spoke to the dead person. Dead person raised up. How many of you know dead people get up? Funeral's over. It's potato salad time at church. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes we, we forget that the one that holds the world in the hand is working on our behalf, uh, there's two promises that he gives you in the scripture. He says he gives strength to the weary. Everybody say, Strength to the weary. To the weary. Sometimes there's some circumstances, sometimes there's some eggs that come into your life, sometimes there's some butter, some things that you don't particularly care for, some things that you wouldn't have chosen if it was up to you to do the choosing. And sometimes when we deal with the flour in our life, we deal with eggs and we deal with the butter in our life, we deal with that stuff, we get a little bit tired and we get a little bit weary. God is so awesome. He is so omniscient and he's so all powerful that he knows that. And before we ever face that, he says, I'm giving strength to the weary. So when you begin to get a little bit weary, you're not just going to have to try to make it on your own. I'm going to breathe fresh on you life that's going to come out of you. Strength to the weary. Becky and I have been dealing with, uh, and she's been carrying rheumatoid arthritis for a long time. And can I just say, rheumatoid arthritis sucks. I hate it. And we can focus on the fact there are days that's incredibly painful, or we can focus on the fact that our God's a healing God that's an egg that's bitter it's like that egg's been sitting outside for three weeks in the texas sun and it stinks and i can spend time cursing that egg or i can go god i know you're a healing god i know you're a good god i know you're giving me strength even when we get weary god that's how good you are and so we always want to take it back to the fact that god is working for you he gives strength to the weary those that have become weak because of pain or because of suffering or because of some kind of affliction or because somebody just said, just made up something stupid about you. How come that hurts worse than anything? You ever deal with somebody who just says something stupid about you? I'm just telling you, we get weary in that. We don't have an immediate deliverance. We get weary. Our prayers aren't answered the way we thought they should. We get weary. Our promises aren't fulfilled like we think they ought to be fulfilled. And then the whole time we get caught up in the process going, that's a bad egg. That's a bad butter. That's some bad cocoa. And God's going, no, 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 no. I am working this stuff together for your best benefit because you are flawless and you are my favorite said he gives strength to the weary he also says he gives power to those that are weak and that's an interesting phrase because it doesn't mean they don't have power but what that phrase literally means is because of their anxiety and fear because of the circumstances around themselves they have forgotten about the power that's inside of them that already is there You know why the Bible says to cast out fear? Because fear will suck all of the strength out of you. It'll suck all of the faith out of you. It'll suck all of the wanting to get out of bed and just praise God in any circumstance. And it'll take you to the eggs of your life. And you'll begin to curse the eggs instead of praise the one that'll turn that egg into a cake. He gives power to those that are weak. He gives a fresh supply. Spiritual strength to those who, by their anxiety or fear, believe they have none. He strengthens our faith and enlarges our views, so that we see the goodness of God. Come on, church! Anybody ever heard this? So you see the goodness, God of God, where in the land of the dead? So that when someone, Pastor Richie, stands up to give your funeral he'd be talking about oh they just doing this up in heaven on the streets of gold not having a good time no you will be doing that but the bible says church listen to me god is working for you because psalms 27 13 says yet i am confident i will see the lord's goodness while i am here in the land of the living listen to me If you're here today and you're going through some stuff, church, you are going through. The mark you don't understand. Probably not, but he does. And he's going. First of all, I'm giving you strength in the process. And secondly, every curse that the devil is trying to bring into your life, I am going to turn it into a multi Folded blessing so that not only will the cake be good in your life but it's going to be good in somebody else's life who has seen you walk through that in the joy of the Lord coming out the other side going my God is faithful church that's the God that we serve aren't you glad Pastor Richie's not a butt kicker you know what I'm saying brother's pretty tough you could probably throw it in. When you grow up with that many kids in a family, you got to be tough to eat. Seriously, he could get up here every Sunday. You a sorry dog! I know you. You might have given big an offering this week, but I know what you're doing. Pastor Richie gets up every week, and he reminds you that you are flawless in his eyes. There is nothing that you can't go through under the victory and the love and the protective care of the Lord God Almighty. Why is that? Because God today, God right now, God 10 minutes from now, God a week from now. Jesus, help me. I should have been jogging a little bit more. <laughs> Give me the spirit of Brad and Maggie. I'm just saying. God's working for you, church. Part of the gift that he has already given you is the understanding that he's working for you this morning. Secondly, if you're taking notes, write this down. Not only is God working for you, he is working in you. You hear what I'm saying? I think somebody here today's forgotten that. If you grew up like me, you give your life to Jesus, coast for the next 50, 60 years, then when you die, you go to heaven, but not really walking in the abundant life. And I'm telling you, God is not only working for you, he's working in you today so that you can experience everything, everything that your heart desires. Yeah. The Bible says if you delight yourself in him, he will give you what? Desire. Yeah, the desires of your heart. Amen. That's his plan for you. Amen. So it's not that we put our faith in Jesus, we wait 60, 70 years we die and we go to heaven and we joy everything god's going you ever go to the the optometrist and they have that i don't know what this test is for but they have these two things coming in and you're supposed to tell them when it lines up does anybody besides me get anxiety about that i'm like seriously if i miss it by an inch am i going to be having glasses out to here kind of thing you know and so i'm like go go no 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 my dr andy's like are you stuttering did you start stuttering? And, and the idea is to, to, to tell them when that thing is lined up so they can gauge your vision. I'm not sure what they're gauging, but they're, it's, they're probably just messing with it. It's going, this doesn't have any bearing, but do this. <laughs> but can I tell you, the moment you put your faith in Jesus, those dots were lined up. And God says, the time is Now. Wait, 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 i gotta, I got to fast and pray. Fasting and praying is great. We need to do that. It needs to be a discipline in our life. But it's not going to activate more of God in you. Because you are, you got everything. It's been deposited. You're flawless. If you're flawless, why you need to clean up something? Some of you today here may be thinking, I just need to get some stuff in line because I, I messed up this week. Well, listen, let me, can I confess you, I messed up this week. You don't believe me? Ask Becky. <laughs> Ask Faith. Ask my 10-year-old Samuel. My goodness, he tell you. but the goodness of God is not dependent on me. It's like our confessions. It's dependent totally and completely on him. God is working in you. Philippians 2.13 says this, for God is working what? In you. Is that up there? For God is working in you, giving you, listen, this is crazy. I mean, seriously, if I'm God, I'm like, seriously, I already sent my son down on the cross. You work it out. I'm going to create some bonbons and like, seriously, I'm going to eat them. Tom out there, he's Pray, okay tom that's it you just work it out you know jesus you work it out that's not what god does for god is working in you giving you the desire and the power you ain't got to stir it up the only thing you got to stir up is remembering who you are when you remember that you go god is working in me giving me the desire and the power to do what pleases him what pleases him I've read a quote on Instagram or Facebook this week. It's fantastic. Uh, somebody said, uh, did you really have a bad day or did you have a bad five minutes and you milked it for the rest of the day? <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Anybody ever do that? You have some bad happen and you like, seriously, the world's kind of craving it. Nobody loves me. Nobody going to show up to church this weekend. they probably going to kick me out as a pastor. My wife doesn't even love me. My kids, they just going to take my dogs and move. I mean, all this kind of stuff we go into. Seriously, because we, we think it all hinges on us. Jared, listen to me. Can you put that back up there for a second? This is fantastic. If you'll get a hold of this and just swallow this and eat this, and you're know, not the, the one previous, there we go. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Can you leave that up there for a second? Because I want you to understand what that, that literally means. That phrase that says, giving you the desire, it literally means that he has deposited in you the inclination to do that. You ain't got to work it up. It's already there. Now I grew up in redneck family. Redneck complain about everything. I mean, seriously. Be sun shining outside. It's probably gonna rain. Starts raining because they just confessed it. Probably gonna turn into hell. Yeah, I, I see those storm clouds forming over there. Probably gonna be a tornado. I don't even like my neighbors. Probably going to skip her house and hit my house. <laughs> so because of all of that, I'm going to go to the store. Five thousand things on sale at the Kroger. I want to check mix, and they double this week. So we live our lives in this funk because we forget that God is working in us and for us. Church, can I give you some freedom today? You flawless. Look at your neighbor and say you flawless. Look at your other side and say you don't have to work to try to impress God. You don't have to impress Him. Just tell Him you don't have to impress Him. I want to tell you the reason they can say that is because He is already impressed with you. He has already deposited in you the inclination to do what pleases Him. It's already there. We just have to release it like a flock of doves. Coming out. That's what we need to do. The second part says this, give, giving you the desire and the power. That phrase, "giving the power," literally said means this: to take an effectual and powerful action. The Bible is literally telling you that He is putting inside you. It's already there. The moment you put your faith in Jesus, He deposited in you the inclination. To take powerful actions into whatever circumstance that you're walking into. Church, I'm here today to share with you and remind you the good news that God is on your side. He's already made you victorious. Let's stop focusing on some eggs that are coming in and some flour that's coming in. And let's start declaring that God has already fashioned that into some cake that I'm going to enjoy today, and it's going to be a blessing to those around me. Come on, church. God sees the cake when you see the ingredients. Come on, church. Last thing right here, God is working through you. God is working for you. God is working in you. and God is working through you. Oh, come on, somebody. Put that verse, Acts 1 8, up in here. Oh. But you will receive. Somebody say it. Dunamis. Oh. Dynamite. Some, some of you guys are thinking firecracker. You need to think dynamite. Some of you guys are confessing, I'm just a lowly sinner, saved by grace. Yeah, I get that like the first minute after you're saved. But like in minute two, let's jump on into, I'm the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You know what that means? When you begin to understand who you are and the power that's inside of you, you'll come up with an outreach that you think is going to go pretty good in the city, and somebody from the newspaper is going to call you and say, can I write an article about you? Power. Power in the presence of God. Do you guys egg the city? Yeah. I was praying for you egging, and I love the article that was written. It was, it was, if whoever wrote that article, if they're here. Bro, bless God for you. God used you in a powerful way. But I'm just telling you, when you understand who you are, God's working in you for you and through you. Let me let me, let me give you a quick story. Uh, we we've just recently well we a church without a home. That's what we are. We we homeless. We homeless church not because we don't have a home we just don't have a church well we got a church let me clarify I got a church we just can't meet there yet so we kind of hung up and some i like like they want to have a certificate of occupancy you're like i don't know what for but anyway we're, we're working on that and so our contract has expired at the cinemark movie theater which is where we've been meeting over the last year Church home uh, that we're moving into. I didn't want to sign another year knowing that I'd already signed a contract on this building. And the guy that owns my building uh, that I'm moving into uh, is a guy from overseas. Um, we had significant conversations about the Lord, and he, he t- just tells me straight up, He goes, I, I, You know, God's not really my thing. He said, I, I know there's probably something out there. And he said, You know, um, I try to pray occasionally because if there's something out there, Um, I I figure I want to try to get on his good side and what I really pray for is that he blesses people because I figure that's probably not very offensive because people if there's something out there they probably want whatever that is their blessings and so anyway we looked at this building for I don't know two or three months and we've gone back and forth with him and you have to understand he's just like he talks like this Mark I just want you to know the world is ending today I mean, that's his emotion. You know, seriously, he doesn't get excited. He doesn't vary his emotions. He just talks like that. And so anyway, we got to the point that we're going to sit down and sign a contract. And the day that I sat down to sign the contract on the new building, this is what he tells me. He said, "Um, you know, I've turned down other businesses that wanted to rent that space for more money. He lowered the rent by $1,000 a month so that we could rent it. And he said, I turned down down, uh, other businesses that wanted to rent that space for more money. He said, because... I like the way I feel when I'm around you guys. Oh, it's, it's not done. So anyway, we signed the contract and I called him. I said, there's an air conditioner not working. Can you do something about it? And he goes, yeah, I'll just put a new one in. Okay, awesome. So I'm out there working at church one day. And, and so anyway, this guy, Diamond, brings another guy in and he goes, this is the guy. He points it, That's the guy. I'm like, I'm the guy? Yeah, that's the guy. I'm the guy? Yeah, that's the guy. I'm like, I guess I'm the guy. <laughs> this guy walks over there and he goes, he's like, he goes, I just want you to know that my brother and I have built this big armoire thing and um, my brother's since passed away so I have a lot of sentimental value and I'd really like it to go somewhere that's going to use it really well um, and I just wanted to know if you'd be interested in it and I said, Okay, we could probably use it how much do you want to sell it for and he goes oh I don't I don't want to sell it I want to give it to you diamond says see see <laughs> and I said you want to give me this thing and he, he starts tearing up and he goes yeah my brother's no longer with me he passed away and he said it's really hard for me to let go of it but he said I want you to know I I, I just want to give it to you because I know in this place it's going to bless a lot of people so I'm going, okay. So we worked it out, and this guy ended up doing some work on the building and told me he's going to be at the church when we actually can get in there. And then the guy that, that Diamond sent over to, to replace the air conditioner, he calls me and he says, this guy's name is Jason, he goes, he goes, Mark, I mean, just mid and he's talking, just his normal, and he stops and he goes, Mark, you need to invite Jason to church. This guy's not a believer. Diamond's not, he doesn't know Jesus. He doesn't know the Lord. And so... He said, you need to invite Jason to church. And I started laughing. I go, he he stops me. He goes, Mark, stop, seriously. You need to invite Jason to church because whatever you guys have, he needs Jason comes over to install the air conditioner. We're talking to him, and and before he leaves, it's a couple of day process, so before he leaves, he tells me, he goes, man, I don't know what it is about this place, but he said, I want me and my wife and my kids to be here when you guys open the door and start meeting here. Church, can I tell you, that doesn't have anything to do with us, because those of you that know me know I'm a punk, right? Seriously, that's kind of who I am, until I gave my life to Jesus, and Jesus... I know some of you are going, that's kind of janky, man. Are you sure on that one? They rolled the dice, like, oh, man, let him in. You know, that's not what, I mean, I'm the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. And just because I know him has nothing to do with me. Can we get that verse back up there, the, the Acts 1, 8 verse? but you will receive power. The power doesn't have anything to do with me. It has everything to do with him because God loves Diamond. God loves Jason. God loves the guy that gave me the thing that's going to end up coming to church that him and his brother built this thing. He loves them so much that he caused us to cross paths and all I have to do is now listen, I could tell these guys all day, oh I'm just a sorry dog and you know if you knew my past and knew how much I drank and how much I cuss and how much all this kind of stuff, they'd be going man that's just kind of janky but i just look at them and say man I love Jesus. Jesus gives me life and man I want you to enjoy that and they're going and there's some about this place. I want to be a part of that because when you understand that it's not about the circumstances in your life, but it's about a holy God in heaven church, listen to me, that's got a plan for you, that's a good plan, that you're going to see some things in the land of the living, not after you die, but in this land, you can't help. Jesus could show up in this place and say, shut. Up! Don't say a word. And you'd be going out of this going, you got Jesus, he's just in the building. And they'd be coming in going, where's Jesus? Jesus, going, I told you not to tell anybody. And you'd be out there just talking. Why? Because when you understand, you don't have to earn. You don't have to perform. You don't have to walk a tightrope. You can just be God and and manifest all of the goodness of God in other people's lives because He paid the price. And He said, I see the eggs and I see the flour and I see the sugar. And that's what you are. You're already finished, you're the cake. Every head bowed, every head closed. This has been a presentation of Amarillo Fellowship, a community dedicated to spreading the love and hope of Jesus Christ. For more information and other podcasts, visit AmarilloFellowship.com.